Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Vetsplanation. I am your veterinary host, Dr. Sugarman, and I have a really special treat today. So I'm here with Dr. Erin. She is the veterinarian at the Chimpanzee Sanctuary of the Northwest. North, yeah, Chimp Sanctuary Northwest. Northwest, mm -hmm. yes. So thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate this. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so we were actually, I came up here to help with one of their procedures today. So I was hoping we could talk about like how you, first of all, came to be a veterinarian at the sanctuary. Okay. The short answer is I was willing to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know you have so much knowledge in other species. You worked with many other species. Yeah. I've, I've worked a lot yeah. with horses, dogs, cats. Mm -hmm. Um those are the main domestic right. species. I now have had some cattle experience yes, because we I've have heard. four Jersey <laughs> cattle at the sanctuary and I've rescued uh, four pigs. So I know a little wow. bit about that. <laughs> but the long answer is a very good friend of mine is very good friends with Roger and Debbie Fouts's daughter. And so I met the Fouts's through her and she was like, oh, you should have Aaron be your vet for the chimps at the college. Nice. There were still three chimpanzees from Washoe's family there, the sign language um, chimps that, that lived at Central Washington University. And I thought, that's great, but I don't know anything about chimps. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I guess I was like, okay, why not? We'll, we'll give it a try. I'll try to learn. So. There wasn't a whole lot that needed to be done there. Just you know, basic things like checking for parasites and recommending deworming, dispensing or prescribing pain medications, things like yeah. that, antibiotics for infections. Not a whole lot, not a whole lot of hands-on there, but... Quite a learning curve, though. It is very different. Like, yes. Uh, just even how you look things up, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and what I do is what I do now and what I've always done is I rely on the veterinary community. I rely mm -hmm. on my colleagues. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to ask questions and I'm not afraid to not know, yeah. <laughs> uh, which I think is important no matter what kind of medicine right. you're practicing. Absolutely. If you ask, learn, there's always more things to learn even when you think you've got a lot under your belt. Yeah. Through that program, I met a lot of the interns and got to know some of the interns, both as friends and actually clients of my small animal practice, and actually met JB and Diana when they brought their dog. Very nice. And so just got to chatting and, and I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. And so I just was like, there was another veterinarian in town that had helped with the chimps at Central for years. But he was getting to retirement. And then there was another veterinarian that lived in Seattle that was a veterinarian of record here. But then she ended up moving back east. And yeah. so there was a vacancy. And so I just really did the same thing. All pain meds, injuries, just advising on a volunteer basis. Yeah. Came up and did a few procedures that occurred, again, on a volunteer basis. And just honestly, the first few anesthetic procedures that had to be done I was I was so nervous I bet <laughs> I was so like overwhelmed just yeah. what am I doing why why am I doing this and but I don't know I guess maybe working I graduated in 1990 and like we were talking about you did everything right you 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 did 
all the surgeries, you did orthopedics, you did intestinal surgeries, splenectomies. There wasn't the option to do a lot of referrals for specialty right. stuff, whatever needed to be done. Absolutely. Complicated dental procedures, all that. There's definitely that, let's give it a try. <laughs> and then working with horses in the field, a lot of times you just got to deal with what you have to work with. Absolutely. You know, you don't always have a clinic or a nice situation. So yeah, so I've just, I started to really, really fall in love with the chimpanzees. Yeah. And just with the organization, this is a incredibly positive work environment. It's nice. a very, just being a vet, a lot of us go through a lot of burnout yeah, and absolutely. a lot of stress mm -hmm. and a lot of heartache with them. Yeah. And I will admit there's been many times over the years where I'm like, do this anymore. Yeah. I'm done. I just, I want to go be a barista or work <laughs> at school or I just don't want all this pressure. Um, I think all of us have that backup plan. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So what, what is it? I'm working at a hardware store. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can't afford to, but right. <laughs> yeah. But over time, this has really become one of my, just the highlights, absolute highlights that I get to do yeah. because I'm a veterinarian. Yeah. And it's that I don't enjoy my interactions with other clients and things right. like that. And especially now that I'm not on the road and doing horse work a lot. It was very physically exhausting. Love the horses. Right. Just, oh, I miss being in the barns and all that. But but just exhausting. Long, long days. Absolutely. All kinds of weather, stuff like that. It's it's not that there's not stress or pressure here, but I truly love each and every one of the people here and yeah. people meaning everyone that lives here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just been, it's been great. We've ended up doing a lot more procedures over the years and started out with seven chimpanzees and I was able to help with moving nine more chimpanzees, That's amazing. three in 2018 and six in 2021. And both of those were wonderful experiences. And I'm mean, really, those are the things where I go, I, I get to do this. Yeah. I am so lucky. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm like, a lot of vets, I struggle with depression. I struggle with imposter syndrome, all that yeah. stuff. But it's extremely fulfilling working yeah. here. And the people are the human being, the yeah. human people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Versus the cow people or right. the chip people. <laughs> right. Uh, the human people. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. So it's just grown over time. And now yeah. it's actually my main gig. I really and, like being here. And you were talking, so this is a sanctuary. You're talking about getting more chimpanzees. So where, where, what are all their backgrounds? Like, where do they come from? The original seven, the original Cleelum seven came from a lab in Pennsylvania where they actually had been used in hepatitis vaccine research for many, many years. And so really had a lot of trauma in their background. Yeah. At least one of them, Negra, was wild caught which means her entire family had to be killed Ugh. to take the baby. That's terrible. Because they'd never let you take a baby chimpanzee. Right. You know? And so she has what you would describe as PTSD, trauma-type reactions. It takes, takes a while to get to know her and to know what she needs. Mm -hmm. And But once you do, Maggie, she's yeah. yeah. But they've all had quite a degree of trauma from yeah. The females have had repeated pregnancies, babies taken away, the um, 
fact that they were in cages pretty much. They right? were pretty much in cages. Mm-hmm. Cages hanging on the wall. Yeah. For 20 years. Yeah. I was told one of the males won't even go out on the grass. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then nine that came in 2019 and 2021 were at a sanctuary down in California that was closing. They had some administrative oh, wow. issues and a very high fire danger, kind oh, of yes. those hills north <laughs> of LA. Yep. No water. Water was being trucked yeah. up there. And they had something like 400 animals. And they'd wow. already had to evacuate all of them a couple of times for fires. Yeah. So it was just an untenable situation there. And it was an older place and it was they were very well loved by their caregivers. Yeah. I'm sure it was heartbreaking to have to say goodbye after that right. long but knowing these people. But just it, random question. Was that at Shimbala? No. Okay. No. It's, the it was at the Wildlife Way Station. Okay. Yeah. 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 Which is just outside of Burbank. Yeah. Yeah. And they were born in the lab, but luckily that lab closed before they were actually used in any clinical trials oh, wow. or any research. So when they were pretty young, they went to the Wildlife Way Station. So they don't have quite, they have that not being raised by chimpanzees. So chimpanzees, right. they're they're generally raised by people in the nursery. Rex are taken away from their parents immediately, right? So in in many instances, yeah. yeah. Especially if say their parent is still being used in research, right. you have to separate the mom and the baby every time. Right. So it, Which is dangerous. It's, it's dangerous, yeah. it's stressful, it it's all of that. And it's just a normal way for a, a chimp doesn't learn to be a chimp. Yeah. And so there's we have a lot of personalities. Interesting. <laughs> They're all very individual, but some have a lot more confidence issues or social awkwardness, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But we just, we've worked with it. We took a very long time to integrate those two groups and there's still, there's still some dust up sometimes. We have, yeah. we have our Willie D that just seems to like to do his thing every day and rile everyone up, but yeah. He's like the uh, alpha one, if I remember correctly. Is that right? Sai is the oh, alpha. Sai is the alpha. That's yeah. right. And Willie yeah. B loves Sai. That's Sai is amazing. And Sai has gone to Willie B's defense before. Sai doesn't, he's a really cool leader cool alpha yeah. he'd rather be over reading his magazine yes you know? <laughs> that's what i heard he was like the old dad just yeah yeah, yeah. like, like now you dad. kids yeah. come on i don't want to have to come over there but <laughs> but when he does when he when he does uh need to step in he can be very effective yeah and but he holds back from what he could do fascinating to just get to know their different personalities right. even just from being here the last time and this time just hearing some of their stories i remember i can't remember which one it is the one that really loves Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. That's right. Who yeah. had a, that was made for her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jamie in her boots. Yeah. yeah. She, she loves looking at people's shoes, but she will, yeah, she'll take her boots with her when they make their night nest. Oh. She'll put her boots around. Nice. She has a book of boots <laughs> that was made just for her. That's and, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> her shoe collection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like that alpha on, on this side, the original group, yeah. which is now just six. Yeah. Um, instead of seven. Yeah. So, and then also we're talking about Lucky, who likes to drive her blanket like a car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she she likes to scoot, and so she'll gather up a blanket, 
and she'll just scoot along the floor yeah. in her blanket. And, <laughs> and it looks like she's just driving a car. Yeah. And I mean, they're endearing things, but I think we also have to remember that they're, they're probably ways of dealing with stress and anxiety. Absolutely. Too. Honeybee is a rocker. She, she rocks less than she did when she first came here. Yeah. But they all, not all of them, but to some degree or another, they all have to have coping mechanisms. Exactly. Yeah. And some are, some actually get really pretty detrimental in gyms like they can in humans. Yeah. Now like self-harm, self-injurious behavior, things like that. But socially it can be tough too, because if you're disrupting things every day and they do fight, as we see, that's yep. why we're here for Honeybee today. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so for Honeybee, you had an ophthalmologist who came mm -hmm. to repair her eye, mm -hmm. her eyelid, at her least. Eye yep, because she had gotten into a fight. Yeah. And we did quite a few procedures on her while she was under anesthesia. Yeah. yeah so you'll see pictures. Of we did an ultrasound. We did an echo, which means an ultrasound of her heart. Mm -hmm. We did a dental on her, did a physical exam on her. When they get put under anesthesia, it's pretty important that you get so many things done at one time. Yes. Anesthetizing a chimp or any grade ape is not to be... Well, it's like a lot of wildlife. It's just, it's not like our dogs or cats where you can just, you know, hold them and cuddle them and then put an ID in and away right. they go. Um, and if some chimps are really good at taking hand injections and, and honeybee to her credit, um, the first time she was injured a couple of weeks ago, um, she was, she was actually pretty good about it. Yeah. But she's seen me now too many times and she's like, you're not, she knows. Getting, you're not getting near me. It's totally understandable, but it's stressful. There's always risk with general anesthesia. Absolutely. And as you saw today, it took a little while to get mm -hmm. her under. And during that time, we only have protected contact. We don't go in with them unless they're right. anesthetized. And during that time, we're not monitoring heart rate or, right. or blood pressure, things like that. So we want to get them into the clinic where we can monitor them as soon as possible. Yeah. And so there's always that feeling once they're in the clinic and you've got them intubated and you've got an IV in, it's like, breathe now. <laughs> okay. Now we can really keep an eye on you. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And then we talked before you had said, if everything goes well, everything's fine with her, that she doesn't have to be anesthetized for another five years. Is that right? Yeah. Every, every sanctuary and zoo institution has their own policies. Yeah. And some places like to do yearly exams. They feel like that's very important. We have older chimps and you have to balance being in sanctuary with doing the best you can to detect any health issues while also giving them sanctuary right. and choices. And yeah. so we really try to balance that out. You so, don't want to stress them out every year by doing... Oh, absolutely. You know, right. Yeah. Yeah. And if I had a chimp with a medical condition that I needed to monitor that closely then I would do that. Right. Our heart patients, heart disease is a big deal in chimpanzees, especially males. And we've got three males that are on heart medication and they generally need to have exams about every three years. Yeah. At least until we know they're very stable. Once yeah. they've had a couple of exams and nothing's really changed, our meds are working great, but then one of them will get injured and hey, we'll end up doing an exam right. anyway. So it's like a rule of thumb. And so we have levels of exams. So a lot of the emergency procedures, I don't have help with 
you know, imaging or ultrasound or right. anesthesia or anything like that. Can't get um, anybody down here quick enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not for lack of trying sometimes, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, we do what is the most important thing that right. needs to be done. The wound that needs to be taken care of, or if they've been sick and they're doing an exam, we get the x-rays, we get the blood work, we do the physical exam yeah. and we get them back. We have time. We do some ultrasound. We'll do some dental procedures. But the gold standard is what we did today, where we have cardiologists here to do an echo. Right. We have someone who can run an ultrasound yeah. that actually can get some really good images for us, especially if we have a particular thing going on. Right. Had two CRNA human anesthetists here, yeah. which is, oh man, that is so nice because right? <laughs> I'm not always going over there looking at stuff. And, and it, it's hard on the staff too, because they have to jump in and be in those positions. Absolutely. Of, you need to watch this and turn this up and down. And so we try to get everybody familiar with the clinic, but it, it tends to be in an emergency situation. You go with the person who knows to do it best. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. our directors, JB and Diana, are right. the ones that tend to know how to do it best. Yeah. So it's usually the three of us and yep. maybe some staff people helping out. But the staff is great. They all, they want to participate. They want to learn. Very helpful. And so that's great too. So a lot of times we'll just get kind of basic stuff. Yeah. I'll take a peek in their mouth and go, oh, any rotten teeth? Do we need, you know, any mm -hmm. attention here? Um, because our focus is on making sure that they have a safe anesthetic experience yeah. and we get the main issue addressed. Right. Absolutely. And a lot of times we'll just make a list of, okay, we're going to do this first and then this, and then and we have time and they're doing really well. We'll do this. Um, but as you saw also, a lot of times we can save some of those if we have time procedures for when they're in recovery. Right. Because it can take sometimes, oh, 20 minutes or more before they're even moving enough that we have to get out of the recovery. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's so much that you have to do. So I'm wondering, like, where do you get the funding to be able to do all the things that you are able to do? It's our donors. Mm -hmm. And it's we're here because people believe in the sanctuary. Yeah. And believe in that these chimpanzees deserve a life in sanctuary. Right. After and all they've so, been through. Yeah. Yeah. So our donors, our supporters... We have some fundraisers uh, throughout the year. We have a in-person gala in Seattle every year, which is really fun, like a dinner and yeah. uh, different ways to donate or auctions or things like that. Yeah. We do some online events uh, throughout nice. the year, some online auctions and things like that. Just opportunities to do virtual visits, things like that. Very nice. So yeah, we do get some grants. Diana, one of our co-directors, is really good at writing grants and she's got nice. some great grants yeah. for specific things like right. medical equipment right. or a building or something like that. Yeah. 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 And then, but so how do people donate to it then? You can go to the website, just chimpsnw.org and you can donate directly. We have a wish list of items that we need. There will be campaigns that come up throughout the year. Like uh, we're, you know, fundraising for, a specific thing. Yeah. And then we know that that goes to that specific thing. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. It, it's great. And we do try to get to farmer's markets in the summertime. So usually there'll be, oh, maybe one at Fremont. I think we try to do the 
Fremont Fair mm-hmm. and uh, the Roslyn Farmer's Market. We're usually there at least a couple times in the summer. Ellensburg Farmer's Market. There's some other ones I can't remember. <laughs> Kelsey's like our outreach person and nice. she keeps track of all that. <laughs> you have enough to keep track of. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we will be at some point when, when the money's there building a more of an administration building and visitor center mm-hmm. where we can do more in-person stuff yeah. where we can have people on site and maybe show some cameras what's going on in a certain area or something like that and do some sort of outside visits. But we're not a zoo. We're not over right. to the public. And the staff, we have a small staff and everyone's very busy. And we need to to schedule visits so that everything can get done right. in a day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? There's so much to get done just to take care There's of. There's a lot to get done. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, when it's a chimp's birthday or a special occasion, we have parties. We do special things for nice. them. And it's very enriching. Yeah. Really, really fun. Very nice to have that. So, then do you guys take volunteers then as well? Yeah, we have a volunteer program, and Anna Wallace is our volunteer coordinator. And you can inquire again, I believe, through the website on that. There's quite often there's a waiting list. We unfortunately got way behind because during COVID we had to cut down no interns, no volunteers, and so we're building that program back up. We do require that volunteers take COVID tests regularly, mask up, don't come in if you're sick, things like that. So very careful. I remember Uh, I was here during COVID, like you guys just had a skeleton crew because Mm -hmm. you just couldn't have any volunteers. Yeah. 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 And one of our fantastic volunteers, Chrissy, lives in Roslyn, was here today. And she's what we call a level three volunteer, which we have a few of those. And they can uh, serve meals and clean and do a lot of the same stuff that the staff does. It's yeah. really, really helpful nice. when we have all of our volunteers are, are great. <laughs> I also heard that you guys have a blog that's on the website as well yeah. to talk about what's going on with the chimpanzees. Yeah, there's actually a blog every single day. Well, there's I didn't a blog realize post. it was that often, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And I, I don't know how the staff does it. I yeah. don't write them because I try to write something and all the great ideas just yeah <laughs> go on and I sound like a second grader right <laughs> so this happened today and it was really cool yeah. I mean, but we have some great writers on staff and it's really neat to capture and be able to share just the delight of of funniness and the silliness and the friendships and the and the joy and and the milestones of all the chimps and, and the cattle. Hey, I heard you had two famous cattle. Yeah, it was a one season reality TV show, <laughs> so I don't know how famous they are. But the, the jerseys are from a reality TV show. It was called Utopia. Utopia. Yeah. My yeah. wife used to watch that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have yet to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we have two cow calf pairs. So we have two cows, a big steer who's eight this month, and a heifer. Very nice. Who went to WSU recently. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so what do you have the cattle for? The sanctuary was able to acquire all this property to the west of us here. And that expanded, and it goes way up the hill and into the trees. And so there's actually a lot of sort of graze, or I guess pasture land, mm-hmm. you would say. And so there are 
our FireWise yeah. team. Nice. So they keep the brush down and all that. They love all the brows up there and all the willows and the different plants that they can um, nibble on. Mm -hmm. And also, they needed a home. And we would like to, at some point, probably bring in some more cattle, too. Yeah. But we're on a hillside. And right. we may end up trying to take on jerseys aren't like the hardiest breed. I call them the princesses. <laughs> the cattle. <laughs> the cattle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all have really interesting personalities and very distinct, different personalities. But we may end up with a couple of cattle that just, you know, if they need a home, we'd like to provide sanctuary to farm animals as well. Yeah. Very nice. No one likes my idea of bringing pigs in, but <laughs> I'm partial. They are hard, I have to say. <laughs> they are hard. They, they do so muddy things. Muddy. Yeah. So muddy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They dig up the ground yep. well, mm -hmm. but they're really good, Yeah. So. We have chickens, but we also tried ducks for a little while, mm -hmm. and I can't even imagine like the ducks were really difficult because they're also so muddy. Mm -hmm. but I can't imagine a pig. That's yeah. so much more mud. <laughs> but the cool thing about pigs is they go to the bathroom away from where they eat and sleep. Yeah. So you have an old horse too. And I'm ha constantly having to clean up his area yeah. where the pigs are like, no, this is where we sleep. And yeah. they don't go here. Yeah. So they're very <laughs> tidy. Way. Nice. But they do tear. <laughs> Especially to. It's really muddy and all that. But. but I was going to ask too, you had mentioned before you have like older chimps. So if I remember correctly, they're between like 40 to 50 years old. Is that right? Yeah. All the chimps in the original group are between 40 and 50. Negra is our oldest at 50. She'll be 51 this year. And the chimps in the other nine, the California kids, are between... 33 and 35. Okay. About. Yeah. Younger. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit younger, but still they'd be considered pretty middle-age-ish yeah. for the average lifespan. You can have chimps that live well into their 50s or even close to 60. It's not super. Yeah. And I'm assuming that's more in captivity, not a wildlife. Apparently. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think there have been some cases of wild chimps that have been longer lived yeah i'm not a primatologist yeah every right. all these yes. other people here know oh yeah they, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say G, gb but, right yeah yeah he, jb and diane are very yeah. well versed as are a lot of our staff because they've yeah. either worked in other sanctuaries and they've been around the chimpanzee world for a long time or they went through the central washington university mm -hmm. primate behavior program right so That's a great resource for you really mm -hmm. to be able to have them around you to be able to know all those oh things. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can remember stuff, and I just ask them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have to remember. <laughs> yeah, we went on a tour with JB, and so he definitely knew quite a lot about just even even what their personality should be like in the wild yeah. and how things work between the wild and also captivity. So it was really interesting to hear all of that. Yeah, and all of us wish that chimps were in Africa where right. they belong. That's the bottom line. Yeah, All of us wish that there didn't have to be chimp sanctuaries. Yeah. And they cannot go back to the wild now because of the fact that they don't don't know how to act like a chimp in the wild, right? Yeah. And they're not related to those chimps. It's yeah. not their family or their group. Right. So it could be very dangerous to yeah. try to do a reintroduction. Um, chimps can get aggressive. <laughs> right. Are there still a lot of chimps that are in labs? There are, you know, you can do 
research on chimpanzees in, in the United States. And yeah, the ruling back in 2015 made it so that you can't, but there are still many chimpanzees that are at labs, but not being experimented on. Yeah. And some of those facilities are better than others as far as habitat and enrichment and all that. Yeah. Um, but a sanctuary is completely dedicated to making their lives as good as they can be. We're here to serve, them, not just. They're not here for you to do experiments on. Or, right. oh, they're just left over and they're here. And, right. and, and I know a lot of those caregivers probably are very attached to the yeah. to the chimpanzees. Like, how could you not? But but sanctuary is, that's what it is. It's dedicated mm-hmm. to giving them their very best life, giving them choices, yeah, giving them variety, enrichment. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see in their enclosures, they definitely have quite a lot of enrichment and Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They have a lot of different spaces to go, fire hoses and platforms and stairs and upstairs and downstairs and greenhouses and uh, inside, outside. Outside. Yeah. yeah. When that really cold snap happened, we didn't let them outside, close things up. But most of the year, they have access to outside. Yeah. They want to go outside. There's still some chimps from the California group that don't regularly go outside. They've accidentally gone outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a conflict and they're like, oh, we're going to get you. And they're like, oh my gosh, we're outside. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but what do I do now? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but a lot of us really, really enjoy those areas. Yeah. And, yeah. But to a degree, chimps are a little bit institutionalized and they mostly hang out inside. Yeah. Even when the weather's nice. Yeah. We saw when I went out there, nobody was outside until we came out there. And then, mm-hmm. oh, okay. It's nice and sunny out here. Or humans. Exactly. (laughs) And then now it's nice because the two groups can see each other from both of their outdoor enclosures. Yeah. And I think that provides a lot of entertainment for each other. Absolutely. A lot of enrichment as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Spying on the neighbors. Get get the (laughs) scuttlebutt. They're like the little old lady looking out the window. Yeah. 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 (laughs) At their neighbor. I can Uh imagine that. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. (laughs) Was there anything else that you wanted to share with us about the closures or about just the organization or anything in general? Just we we really encourage people to follow the blog. You can go to the website. It's on Facebook, Instagram. There's a YouTube channel, so you can get to know the chance, get to know all about the sanctuary and just sanctuaries in general, and we. Really, really appreciate the the expertise that both human and veterinary healthcare practitioners provide as far as surgeons, cardiologists, yeah. all that. We've got some surgeons from the local hospital. A really good friend of mine, PA, has done tons of surgery, has come up and helped nice. on a few things, done, even done an injection on burrito's arthritic knee, oh, things no. like that. So we, yeah. Just learn, learn about it, learn about their history and donate if you can. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. Even <laughs> so, material, as you were saying, just you have that list on there, just about like items oh, yeah. and stuff that you need. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes we need extra blankets, stuff has gone through or, or particular books. There's books that a lot of the chimps like. There's a Lucy the Bonobo book. 
yeah. you know, they just love and those get trashed yeah. and we need new ones or there's cleaning supplies. I think we just put on their wipes to clean the ultrasound probes, yes. you know, all Good that thinking. stuff, yeah. <laughs> all that stuff that every little bit of that helps when something yeah. just shows up on our doorstep yeah. and, and we don't have to, it gets taken out of the budget. It, it helps that go towards more chimp care. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much, Dr. Aaron. I really, really appreciate you being well, on thank here. thank you. Yeah. And thank you for your help today. Yes, you're very welcome. Really yes. appreciate it. Yes, I always <laughs> love coming to help you guys. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. And as always, you know, keep your pet happy, healthy, and safe. Thanks again.